It's me, Roz. I had a great time with a friend of mine, the hilarious, brilliant Drew Drogi, who I have worked with. I, I have no clue how many times. We've done so many shows together. A lot of, like, uh, golden girls and, um, you know, kind of campy, fun comedy shows. We've done so many different things together, and I love Drew so much. And he was on very early on in the pod. Go back and listen, because he does have some great stories then. And we get into one today, and then we talk about some other stuff. That was just so fun, so fun. Um, So... I say, let's just do it. I was in a weird mood (laughs) the day that we recorded. I was just feeling, I think this was my first one back after uh, the holiday break. And I was being, I was just being loose and silly at certain points. You'll see what I'm talking about. But anyway, I hope you enjoyed this conversation with Drew Drogi. On with the show. I am joined by a repeat customer. A dear friend who was on the show very early on, and now he's back, Drew Drogi. Hello. Hi, Roz. Hello. This is wonderful. Welcome Welcome to the the new space. The new space is gorgeous. You guys can't see it, but it's really lush and lovely. Oh, so are you. you. That's what you deserve. Yeah, it's just the loveliest. Hi, darling. How are you? I'm doing all right. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. I'm just ready to... I'm a weirdo that loves January, so I'm very happy to get things started again. I mean... Holidays are always a nice break. Great to see the family. I get really sluggish and bored and depressed and blue and Me gross at the end of the year. And I'm always like, go, go, go. January's like exciting. And yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm in a great mood because it's January. You know, I'll say the most depressing thing. And this, uh, I am exploring this with my therapist, uh, who I think listens to the show. Shout out. <laughs> you know who you are. Um, because uh, my therapist, it was revealed to me, is also a ghost hunter. Oh. Um, <laughs> <this was, laughs> of course. It's another story. Yes. I love you. You can totally listen. This is great. Um, you've changed my life. Thank you. Uh, so what I was going to say was um, all year round, I have hope that maybe I'll get the phone call or maybe, maybe something will happen. And then Christmas is like when... <laughs> showbiz closes. Oh, oh, absolutely. And it's like the two weeks of the year I have no hope. Oh, honey, you are preaching the choir. I'm the exact (laughs) same person. I I sort of feel that around Thanksgiving when I know like, oh, it's it's dying and, you know, and and over. Um, And January is filled with hope. Yes, exactly. Every day you're like, oh, it's another business day and it could, I could get a phone call. What's going to come across my desk? It's so depressing how, and if I I don't really, I'm not a big resolution person, but I, if I had any this year, I've sort of been like, enjoy every moment Mm -hmm. and stop worrying about the future, good or bad. Like stop, you know, hope is great, but the, I, I find that like, 
if you just keep kicking that can down the street, you keep going, oh, I got that. Okay, I got a phone call. Great. But I didn't get one the next day. Like, you can keep, no matter what great thing happens today, if you don't enjoy it, it's kind of gone. And then you have to, and then you have another, the next day when something great doesn't happen. Yeah, you That makes any sense, you know? Yeah, say present. I almost said pregnant. Present. Preg- stay pregnant. Stay pregnant <laughs> with being present. Um, yeah. So I'm trying to do that and just sort of like, Enjoy every moment as it's happening. We we also the thing is too that we know this, but it's also so great to keep in mind. We have so little control mm-hmm. in our in our job in our world of like when we get picked, like when the phone rings in our direction, when your number gets called. You know, we really. I know all we can do is keep doing what we do, putting our stuff out there, trying to do the best we can when we get you know appointments for things that we get seen for. But ultimately. There's, it's really out of our hands. Totally. And we know that, but it's like, I think part of us feels like, if I do this, then I'll get this. Like, we, we, we've we learned that cause and result thing, which is just not You can't stress about the unknown. That's right. But here at Ghosted, we celebrate the unknown. Absolutely. Some things are unknown, and it's it's just fun that way. Yes. And don't you, th- I think it would it does connect with, with, um, with the supernatural, like if you go into, I think if you're too, I'm sure people have talked about this on the show, like if you're too closed mm-hmm. off to any sort of possible interaction with the other world, or if you're too desperate to find it, like if you try to go somewhere to like, I don't know, like if, you, if, you, if you're too focused on a result, you're not letting the magic happen. Yeah, you're too thirsty. Yeah, you're not, right? You're not, pre- you're not letting it just happen. Relationships are that way. Friendships yes. are that way. Everything ghosts is like, like that. Yeah. Be in the moment. The ghost will come to you. Cats are that way. Ghosts are cats, basically. Yeah. So they should do Ghosts the Musical, like oh instead my God. of Cats. Yes. <laughs> um, oh, that's such a good idea. And then it could all be different ghosts from different. I mean, and there's a sitcom. But, oh, there is a sitcom. Yeah, but ghost. do a musical of that. Yeah. So you went to a castle. This is a story mm-hmm. I heard from our mutual friend Chris Colfer. Yes, we went on this incredible <laughs> birthday party trip for Chris with uh, sixteen people, I believe, were on this trip. It was incredible. We went. We stayed in a castle at one point. We stayed in this amazing Scotland. manor home in Scotland. Yes. So we mainly were, we started and ended in Edinburgh, but we went pretty much all over the country. We went to Loch Ness, and so we went to a lot of castles because Chris loves castles and a castle tour. And uh, one of those things that I'm so glad I went on a trip with him because it was so structured and a, a not I mean not like rigid where every minute was planned, but there was something every day. And I would just be lazy and just not go do things. Like I like to just kind of do nothing when I'm on vacation. So I, I was, I love that it was like every day. It was like you didn't have to go, but if you want to, there was this. So one night, this was, um, it was in Aberfeldy where we were, we were staying in this, which is in the countryside, about an hour and a half north of uh, Edinburgh. We had a dinner at um, Castle Menzies, which is out in the country, and we and they had made they like roasted meats. It was the, some of the best steak. Did he tell you all this? Was this a part of the story? Uh, he didn't get into the, the oh the, the meats. Steaks. I mean, I'm going to talk meats. about the meats. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason why I'm much larger than Chris Colfer because I want to talk about the meats. Uh, it, we had this incredible like open hearth where they were just like shoveling meats like we were it, like it was like the 11th century or something wow and 
we and we just had these platters with like roasted vegetables and and um, steaks and everything. So we started down there, and they told us that the that the castle was very haunted and and very old. It was one of the most haunted castles in Scotland, and it's out in the middle of a field. Like it's not around anything. So when you're out there. You know, you kind of have to get on this like gravel path to get on and off, and so you are out just, just in the middle of of kind of nothing. And we walked in first right before dinner. We went downstairs in this little like sort of almost office area because there's a guy that lives there who like conducts the tours and like keeps up keeps the castle. How do you um, not go crazy living in a haunted and castle? He seemed really, really normal. Huh. He seemed really just just really fine with the whole thing. Um, but he had like a little office down there. So he was kind of showing us around and we all went in there and all of a sudden one of the doors or windows slammed shut. I know, I'm sure Chris told this because yeah, yeah. this happened right with Chris. So we had like a, we had like a door or a, I think it was a window just slammed shut in front of us that it was like, and we were, it was one of those things that it's so old and yeah, it's drafty and it's wind and whatever, but it was just sort of like, that was bizarre. And I know the place wasn't like. Disneyland rigged, like pull the string now, Irene in the back and like (laughs) doing the whole trick. Um, And so that was the first thing. So we had this amazing dinner and it was like several stories up. There's like these stone steps. And so we, we went up and we got up into this like giant ballroom area. And they had told us that people had been killed there. There had been a lot of like battles there. For like some sort like of like dance battles, there was in the I, I mean dance battles. It was like a dance room, and it was like on a wooden floor. But there had been, and I should have done my research on this. But there was some sort of like there was some sort of slaughter there, like hundreds of years ago. Okay. So they're telling us this this story, and then they tell us to kind of like kind of and and, the, and they're they were about to say in a minute we're going to be really quiet and we're just going to like hang out here and just invite any anything to come so they're there's before they get to finish their little spiel this person Chaz was sitting next to me and we were sitting over on like the like the side of the room and Chaz and I started hearing something and Chaz was closer to this to the edge of the the corner and she heard it a lot louder than I did but both of us heard growling <laughs> underneath and so and at first we were like wait who's talking it was sort of one of those things of like you guys we were in a group of 16 people people had been drinking we had had dinner Mm -hmm. we were like guys shut up shut up let's let the person but it felt not like one of us and it was this this very unhappy and growling and so all of a sudden Chaz goes who who's talking what's happening we hear we hear it and and she looks at me and she goes, "Do you hear growling?" And I said, "Yeah, like is is there like an animal here?" And the yeah. the the host of the of the um, of the castle stopped and said, uh, uh, "What are you hearing?" Yeah, welcome to Castle Mendenzies. Yes, yes, that is that is people have reported that before. What? And um, that was it. That was all that we that that sort of happened. And once we all got quiet, I think it's just like to my point. We sort of were like, all right, ghosts, now you can play. And they were like, nope, that's all you get tonight. Yeah. Just get a couple growls, just these people in the corner. We're good. And that was it. Um, but it, again, and I think I've said this before when I've been on their show, I love ghosts. Like, mm-hmm. I, I'm always, I enjoy their presence. And so, like, I'm never freaked out. Um, there were people on the trip that had, oh, my God, I don't know if Chris told you about this. There were people, there was a an app, like a ghost tracker app. Oh. That people were like they were on it and they were like, oh my God, at the castle, they were like, there's this app. And they were like with this whole backstory of a ghost that had been at the thing and she was coming through the app. And so like, well, look at this, and they're showing us the app, and then we had to watch an ad. 
before <laughs> we got to hear them the app. And I was like, okay, if I'm watching an ad, I do believe <laughs> this is called a video well, game. Well, the ghost has to get paid. <laughs> no. The ghost Honey, everybody's got to, you know, you know got to get that, you know, whatever. That just sounds like grinder or yeah, something. Total. And it was just like this. And it was so, like, written. It was so clearly like, I'm 12 years old and I lost my bonnet. In the, and it's some just so obviously like no you didn't like you've no, been written by a bot. I this sounds like such a murder mystery like the sixteen of you guys. Oh, oh in this we castle. kept in the whole time. We were like when we were actually in the castle, it was so great for me for about half a day. We were in these gorgeous rooms, giant hallways, but we were so disconnected from each other, and our our phones didn't work. We we had there was one room that had Wi Fi in it. So we oh, couldn't even wow. text each other and go, where are you? And then that, it was so big that you really were kind of like, no wonder people lose their minds in totally. here and, and, and get really bored. Like at a certain point, you're like, we live in this, you know, wonderland place. But then what do you do all day? Those poor ghosts are probably bored. I know. I know. Yeah. Well... I wanted to, I did a little bit of research about a famous case. I'm not going to lie. I've never even heard of this before. Okay. I recently posted, hey, does anybody have any ideas for stuff I should research on the show? Can someone else do my job for me? Like that kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. And somebody, and I'm so sorry, I forgot who, somebody sent me this one. And I want to tell you about my research. Oh, great. This is... The story of Lady Wonder. Oh, I like it already. Lady Wonder was a psychic horse. What? Yes. <laughs> I never heard this before. So Lady Wonder was born in February of 1924. In Same. <laughs> in Richmond, Virginia. Oh, okay. I like, Yeah, I've been You've to been Richmond, there? Virginia. Um, King's Dominion theme park is in Richmond. Virginia. Oh, it is? Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. So she, when she was a few weeks old, she was adopted by Clarence and Claudia Fonda. Okay. Any relation to I don't know. Henry, these, Jane? I know. These Fondas. Um, so Mrs. Fonda, I mean, they got this baby, this, this horse, when it was like a baby. And they were like, she bottle fed. Uh, Lady Wonder and they just they bonded really close uh -huh. and she trained her using children's wood blocks with numbers and letters on them and allegedly she would spell out words and there's a story that one time she spelled out the word engine what? And then engine that's like a, it's a long word six letter word? I can't count and yeah. then yes it's six and then all of a sudden a tractor like went by and so she's like Okay, maybe maybe this is more than just a smart horse. So over time, she got real good, and Clarence, the dad to Lady Wonder, uh, built her uh, this typewriter kind of device thing that had padded keys that lifted little tin cards that had numbers and letters on them, so she could like spell things out with her nose. Actually, here is a picture. I believe this is Mrs. Fonda. Wow. This one's Mrs. Fonda. Definitely that's Mrs. Fonda. <laughs> <laughs> this one's Mrs. Fonda. This one is Lady Wonder doing oh. her little machine. Oh, my word. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So she's getting good at spelling these words with her nose. 
and you know she's she's well trained but also <sighs> things would things would come up that were just a little bit more than her spelling good word it was just uh -huh. starting to get to a point where i think claudia was going you know what she's we got a psychic on our hands mm. and so claudia goes full chris jenner with it oh. and she's like i got a star here mm -hmm. one dollar for people they can come from wherever and they can ask my baby girl three questions so they start they put signs out and people are coming far and wide to hear what lady wonder has to say okay three questions for a buck yeah um Apparently, she would call elections. She would predict winners of horse races and sport games. Um, so they were all asking her like psychic, like future-based questions. I think anything, anything because, well, she could she could guess the sex of people's unborn children. Um, apparently, there was a famous boxing match for the heavyweight title in 1927 between Gene Tunney and Jack Dempsey, and she oh, predicted. Jack Dempsey, I know. Yeah, I don't know Gene, but she predicted the winner, um, who I believe was Gene. Oh. Um, so it was a little twist. Bit of, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they would also do things like if they had a coin in their hand, they'd be like, "What's the date? What's the date on the coin?" And then she'd get down on her nose and she'd tell you the date. What is happening? That is crazy. Some psychic shit here. So Dr. J.B. Ryan, who's the famous parapsychologist from Duke University, he comes by the farm because he's like, let me see what's going on with this horse. And he would write down words on a piece of paper. He would keep them hidden and then she would spell them out. He'd be like, what's the word in my hand? And then she would spell it out. And she even managed to do long, like pretty long words. Like when he was studying her, she spelled out Carolina and Mesopotamia. What? No, no. She spelled that word out. Oh my God. <laughs> I can't even spell out. I, I, seriously. That, yeah. that is, that's unbelievable. That is so wild. Now, was this so? Do you think this was so famous that it inspired Mr. Ed, the TV show? It might have. Yeah, I think the timeline. Lines I mean, up that, on that Mr. Ed would have been was 50s, fifties, so it would have been yeah. would have been way later, but still. And she was still going in the fifties. Oh, okay. She was. Horses live a long time. Yeah, it says in nineteen fifty two. At this point, she's an old seasoned psychic lady. Uh -huh. You know, she probably had long fingernail, long hooves, <laughs> and she probably had like lots of. Like scarves around her, oh, I'm completely sure. Completely silver mane. Yes, Lady Wonder. Yes. Um, so a little boy was missing in Massachusetts, and they can't find this little boy anywhere. And as a last ditch effort, they consulted, and she's like, "They're like, Lady Wonder, have you seen this little boy?" And she's like, "Oh, the little boy." The one in Massachusetts? They're like, yeah. She's like, surely you've checked the water pit. And they were like, oh, Wait, yeah. what's a water pit? I don't know. Like a well? or Something a... like that. Okay, like okay. a big pit of water. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, got it. I have one of those. I just, <laughs> I, I call it a bathtub. <laughs>
<laughs> I don't really know, but wait. It's a big pit of we'll water. Get, we'll get to it in okay, a second. Okay, the water pit. And they were like, oh, yeah, duh, the water pit. Like, we'll check again. We've che- Of course we've checked the water pit. And they're like, shit, we didn't check the water pit. Oh. So they go to the water pit. The little boy's there. Dead. I think he was. Dead. Yeah. I think he was. I don't know that for sure, but I think he was. But either I mean, way. You know, it doesn't sound like you hang out in a water pit unfound for well, a really long time. Here's what actually happened. She spelled out the word Pittsfield water wheel. And they were like, Pittsfield water wheel? What does that mean? And then they were like, oh, field and wild water pit, which was an abandoned quarry that was nearby oh. where the boy lived. So they were like kind of, she had her words a little jumbled. She was older. I mean, I mean, I get it. I understand. <laughs> I have a hard time with things too. <laughs> exactly. So I get it. But oh, honey. So she, you know, she kind of nailed it. Yeah. Um. Now, and how, you just wonder too. Like, I mean, obviously, this is such an anomaly. Not all horses have this ability, but how many of them do that were not fostered by owners and sort of encouraged that way? And like, you know what I mean? Like, it's got to exactly. be. There's got to be. More than one if this happens once. Oh, of course. And it's just sort of like the magic of like the right owners who probably didn't have children or maybe any, that many other animals and they had all that attention to be like, we're, we have a special creature right. here. Well, it's like they even took the time to teach her how to read from or to make numbers and right. letters. Right. I mean, and you words. have to. Like, train, no matter how psychic an animal would be, you still have to train them how to communicate. Exactly. But, you know, they say it's hereditary, so she could have, there could be other ones in her family. I'm obsessed. So, to be fair, because let's not forget she's a horse, most of the time she was wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, to be fair, she was wrong a lot of the time, but... um, she had a lot of haters out there that accused the Fondas of doing some kind of trickery. Uh-huh. Some some way. I don't know if they were putting little carrots under the little letters. Oh, or I don't oh, know oh, what they oh, were okay, doing. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. These are just, you know. Listen, they're theories. fun stories. But um, a psychologist named Thomas L. Garrett studied her and. G-A-R-R-E-T-T? Yep. Oh, I might be related to him. <gasps> In Virginia? Virginia? Yeah, I bet where I'm related. <gasps> you related yeah. to the Garrett? My grandmother is the the Garrett family, and they're in South Carolina, but it's up and down the East Coast. Yeah. It might be him. Sure. Well, he was a famous psychologist, apparently, and he studied her, and they said, do you think she's fake? He said, nay. Oh, so he must be related to me. He's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> but he did say, she's the real deal. Wow. So. Wow. Are you still related to him? Yeah, I I will claim him. (laughs) Um, There was a magician named Milborn Christopher. Oh. And he said that she is well-trained, but she is not a psychic. Mm. So she left this realm in 1957. Allegedly, she saw an estimated 150,000 clients. What? In her career. I thought you were going to say 150, and I would have been like, that would have been crazy. But 150,000? Clients. Back then? 
like thinking about how many people that was. Like uh, she know. was in business for yes. thirty years. Now did she get tired? Was there any moments of being like she can only do so much <laughs> every day? But she's a whore. Like you know, I mean, I would think that. I mean, I think psychics talk all the time of being like it's just too much. That's Sometimes draining. I need to go take a nap. Yeah. Too many things talking to me. She, um, I don't know. She was dedicated to helping people. <laughs> Again, most of the time she was I wrong. love that. I love that. <laughs> it's so funny. That is. Um, but so the, to end the story, two years later, Mrs. Fonda died. So we'll never know for sure. But from one thing I read online, Mrs. Fonda also had a Pomeranian named Pudgy who could play the piano. Okay. I now, can't get my Pomeranian I mean, to even say. A Pomeranian. Sit. First of all, a Pomeranian. <laughs> a piano. How did it play a piano? It's a Pomeranian. Maybe the dad built one like he did for... Oh, like a little one? A little baby <laughs> piano for a Pomeranian piano. <laughs> So they were obviously animal trainers. Um, what were the Fonda's favorite liquors of choice? <laughs> but 150,000 people, you know, whether I mean, she was right or not, I they mean, I love saw it. her. Wow. That is so she wild. She solved the, you know, she found where the little boy was in the water pit. Listen. <laughs> So I mean, I, got, no, I, I don't, I, that is, that is, that is so beyond comprehension. <laughs> do you go to a psychic a lot? Do you, do you? A psychic? Been? I go to 50 of okay, them a I week. Knew, okay. I knew that you go, if you'd been to a couple, I knew that you'd been to a handful. Have you? Them. No, I never have. Really? I never have. I, I, it's one of those things that I think it would be, it would be interesting, but, because I've heard too, too many people say like incredible things. Like you're just like, it was unbelievable mm-hmm. what happened. My thing is, I no longer, if someone goes, oh, I got someone really good for you. I'm like, they're really good for you. Hopefully they'd be good for me. Right, right, right. Because I've also given, I've also recommended people to people, Mm -hmm. and then it's not as good of a connection or whatever. Sure, 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 sure. Um, I don't know. Actually, Chris Colfer is really good friends with an incredible psychic that I had on this podcast named Char Margolis, and she's amazing. But, Mm. um... Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think I've been to so many psychics that I have a lot of thoughts on that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I think it's fun. I yeah, think it's fun of to hear. Absolutely. You know. Absolutely. I've only ever been to human psychics, though. I'm considering. You need to go to a horse. You need to go to a horse or a Pomeranian <laughs> or something. There was Psychic Cat down at the um, the uh, Third Street Promenade in Santa Monica. Really? Have you ever seen? Okay. Is it, it real? Oh, it must be. It's on Third Street Promenade. It was like they would set. You had to get little permits for like, and people would play guitar and sing or whatever they would do. And there was one little. I remember for years. I'm sure this cat is no longer with us because I've lived in LA for 23 years. So this was when I first moved out here. There was a cat that had like a genie hat on (laughs) that would just sit in this cage, and it just said "psychic cat." And a yeah, I'm wondering. Online. I'm wondering if there's a picture of that. It was pretty wonderful. That is so um, funny. And it would just point to things. Like I think you had to like. That's basically what Lady Wonder would, would do. Ask, maybe ask it yes or no questions or something like that. And I think that would. And it would just have a yes or a no. And they would have. It would have treats in front of the yes and the no. And it would just sort of. <laughs> it would sort of pick whatever. That's amazing. I mean, doing that all day. I'm sure the cat didn't live very long. It was just eating. Wait a second. Is, wait, 
It's there's an article remembering Psychic Cat, yeah. a great Los Angeles character. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh yeah. Is this the Psychic that was Cat? The cat. Yep. Is it smoking a cigar? What is it holding? I mean, I holding? think in this picture they've they, they've doctored it to that oh. it's, yeah that it's smoking a cigarette, but it also is like photoshopped. Oh, okay. I mean, it couldn't smoke and be a psychic. That would just be too crazy. Wait a second. I need to know about the psychic cat. Um, so this is from 2017. It says, um, yesterday we attended, this is from esoteric.com. Yesterday we attended the annual laying to rest the ashes of the unclaimed at the county crematory and cemetery Wait, 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 wait. Where did, where, but what about the psychic cat? Um, I would be shocked if the cat died in 2017 unless there were two cats because I feel like I saw psychic cat in 1999 and unless it was... A, it says the psychic cats okay. were a, wore elaborate velvet robes yes. and had names <laughs> like Cassandra, Nostradamus, and Sister Clara Clairvoyant. <laughs> <laughs> on each stroll, you'd find a color photo of your elegant seer on one side, their generous, if slightly incoherent, predi- predictions on the other. Oh. Okay. Booking this act wasn't as simple as calling a phone number or sending an email. Leo could usually be found working on the Third Street Promenade. <laughs> yep. See? There you go. So Leo was who was there? The cat's name was Leo, or is that the owner's name? I'm not sure. This okay. is too much to read for me right now, but I will definitely be looking into okay, this. Okay, okay. Thank you for telling me. Oh, absolutely. Me. I haven't thought of Psychic Cat in forever, but it was quite the staple. You ever think about haunted dolls that are for sale on eBay? Uh, I don't, but I'd like to. Okay. I should. Well, I got one for you. Um, this one here is currently for sale for $65. Okay. And I'd like for you to check her out. This is Helen. Hi, Helen. Uh, she looks terrifying. Dolls, like, from this era, what era? is? It's, like, turn of the century, maybe? Like, it's like, very, yeah, like, almost doily dressed. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. As someone from the South, I'm, I, I immediately, I'm, I turned off by, like, country cutesy things. Is it, like, gingham? Let me see. Yeah, it's gingham. It's yeah. um, with, like, pearls and a okay. lot of hair. Well, the good news is she comes with a biography. Oh. So you can learn a little bit more about her for 65 bucks. I bet she's, is she from, like, the 40s because of that hair? Well, here's the thing. I'm very involved in the eBay haunted doll community. Okay, okay. And so, if you're new around here, basically, <laughs> the concept is a ghost or uh-huh. demon okay. has somehow gotten into this doll. Okay. And now you are going to buy the doll, but with it comes a spirit. So sometimes they're not even, they have nothing to do with the look of the doll. Right, sure, it's sure, sure. It's just somebody that somehow got in there. Uh-huh. They okay. just woke up, and it's Toy Story. Right. <laughs> um, so it says here, this creepy old broad is Helen. Oh. She's an interesting girl, but she is super creepy. But I really don't think that she means to be. She's just shy, I think. But either way, she can be extremely creepy. She doesn't talk, like at all. 
Okay, that's creepy. Because she's a doll. Yeah. Um, so this adds to her creep factor. Okay, how many times is creep in this description? Yeah, <laughs> TLC hasn't had more creep in one. <laughs> okay, so she likes to observe you and watch you, but she won't ever talk to you. She will just sit back from afar and watch you. And be a doll. And be a doll. <laughs> I think she misses out on doing daily activities, and this is why she watches so much. That's just the feeling I get when she's around. I haven't had her for very long, and she may open up when she's not around so many other active spirits. I think she's just very overshadowed by all the other spirits in my home. The, re the reason I say that she's mean is specifically because some of the other spirits that I have around told me that she's mean to them. I really don't think she likes being around so many others, and maybe that's why she's so mean to them. That's how I found out her name, because they would all complain about her. I had <sighs> no idea who they were talking about. Be aware that- Signed, Helen. <laughs> <laughs> be aware that when you adopt her if you don't have any other spirits around she may become attached to you so just be aware of that before you adopt her thank you so there, she's done nothing <laughs> based on this she doesn't talk the, this other spirits say that she's mean to them but she hasn't done but this owner basically says she's shy and she hasn't done anything that's correct so I, I would think this would be like a real lemon of a purchase if you're trying to get like a, a, your first haunted doll and right. it's Helen. I don't think it would be not the where you want to start. But I think it's a I think it's a safe approach to say, just so you know, this one doesn't do anything like th yeah. there's a good chance. I see a lot of these ads that will say, just so you know, th something might never happen. Right. Right, right, right. Or like this one in particular just just kind of sits there. Right. And we also don't know that the 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 spirit or demon or whatever that's in the doll Helen tra uh, Helen and Helen <laughs> this in this particular case travels with the doll. Like we don't know that the right. spirit doesn't go into something else in the space. If the space is where the spirit is contained and happens to be in that. Like, you know, I mean, I don't know. I think that the idea is supposed to be that it is attached to the doll mm. and that when you buy this doll, you get Helen. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, Helen sounds fine to me. I just don't. I, she I doesn't just, sound that bad. But I, I mean, don't think she sounds that interesting either. She like, I'd, sound I'd, that want, interesting. I'd want one that would, that did uh, maybe something. Some, anything. It growls occasionally. Yeah. Right. I find a lot that like to watch TV, it says. Oh. And sometimes it'll say specific TV shows oh my God, that that's they like really to fun. watch. <laughs> um, or just like little things like that. There's a lot of gossipy ones, I find. Oh, uh -huh. oh she never stops gossiping about the other dolls. Oh, now whatever. see, that's what I'd want. I'd want a real a real gossipy one. But then you want to get a, you want to get... At least six or eight dolls, so that the so that we, we you need to get a menagerie, so that you get <laughs> exactly. so you hear all the all the shit about all the other dolls. This That's is my what retirement like. plan. Oh, absolutely, it's basically that. Can I play you some ghost voices? Yes. Okay, it's time for EVPs. Or Evie, please. Do you remember this segment? No. Okay. Oh, oh, okay. It's vaguely coming back to me. EVP, electronic voice phenomenal. Okay. It's when people, ghost hunters, capture the, vo the voice of a ghost. Okay. So I go to YouTube 
and I find two EVPs every episode. Okay. I'm going to play it for you. Tell me what you hear, and I'll tell you the correct answer according to what the ghost hunter believes it great. says. Great, great, great. Okay. So let me just plug this in real quick. Do I need headphones for this? Yes. Okay. Um, wait, let me plug this okay. before you do that. Um, okay. <clears throat> this first one <clears throat> is from South Carolina Paranormal Research and Investigations. Oh, I love it. I was just in South Carolina. That's where you're from, right? My mom, yeah, yeah, my mostly family. I'm mainly mainly North Carolina, but yeah. Yeah. Well, this is um, an organization called SCPRAI, South Carolina Paranormal Research and Investigations. I love it. Do you know what, does it say what town or city it's in? Yes. What? In Heath Springs. I don't know Heath Springs. I'm not familiar. You're I bet my mom does. To. I bet my mom does. She knows the entire state very well. So here we go. Okay. What is this ghost <clears throat> in a private residence in Heath Springs, South Carolina, saying? Wait, I need to turn it up. There is some slight tap dancing yeah, well, there's, happening. Or some dishes being <laughs> stacked. Do you hear the whisper? Kind yeah, of one voice? more. That's not that's not funny, Wade. That's not funny, Wade. That's not funny, Wade. Okay, that's not what they think it said. I'm what realizing if- now the options. I did this over Christmas break, and I was <laughs> loopy. <laughs> so everyone, forgive me, because this is this is what the options say. I may or may not have written these. Okay, is it A? <laughs> I can't say this. Why did I write this? Ass so farty. Oh, that's just <laughs> filthy. <laughs> ass so farty. I, I, was, I, I could hear that. I could hear ass so farty. But the end doesn't sound like farty as much as funny or something else. Okay. It's not funny, Wade. That's what I'm Is hearing. it B? Ask me nicely. Oh, let me hear it again. No. I still say it's ass so funny. <laughs> Is it C? That's so funny. Okay, that I that I could guess. Or D. Yeah, so fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna guess C, even though I wish it was D. I want that ghost. I want Rizzo the ghost to be living in my home. That's so funny. That's what they believe it says. Okay. I kind of hear, yeah, so. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I'm usually not this immature or crass. I love it. I don't know what got into me. It's a new year, a new year. It's a new year, and this year I'm going to be a John Waters character. (laughs) Okay, so this was posted by the same people, this next one. Okay. But this one's at the Old Chester County Jail. Okay. Which is in Chester. I've heard of Chester. What is this ghost saying? Yeah. 
man at all. I know. I'm hearing like Debbie Ralph. I don't know. <laughs> Debbie Ralph. <laughs> I like how it kind of growls at the end. And there's always there's always like some sort of like tapping and commotion happening while totally. the voice goes underneath it. Uh-huh. It makes me think of that. I've already told this story, but when I heard the at Casita del Campo, I, want I heard socks. I want socks. I heard the little girl say, "I want socks." It was while they were playing a soundtrack of tap dancing. So I wonder if there's some sort of thing of like a distraction and and like we're sliding in on the. Interesting. They're like, "Oh, this is when I should talk." Yeah, will hear me. Well, they did not think it was Debbie Ralph. What were their <laughs> What were their choices? At the old Chester County Jail. Um, oh, I didn't use jail. I didn't think about it being at a jail. Okay. Maybe there was an inmate named Debbie Ralph. I mean, she sounds great. She sounds wonderful. She's definitely full of crimes. Okay. Debbie Ralph. Is it A, get it on? <laughs> Is it B, get it out? Okay. Is it C, give me more? <laughs> or D, get the psychic cat? <laughs> I want to say B. Let me hear again. Or give me more. I'm hearing that now. They believe it's B. Get it out. G- get it out. Okay. I don't know what they were referring to. In I the know, jail. right? Wow. Get it out. That one's harder to understand. Oh, what Chester. A weird ghost. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, Drew. Let's do one last thing. Oh, wait, I want to do another thing. I was sent a ghost story. It's a pretty quick little story here. Oh, great. I wanted to read it to you. Because it kind of reminded me of you because Remember you told me on the show that you had, like, a very intimate experience with a spirit in yeah. your, uh, your home? And yeah. Not quite ghost sex, right? No, it but wasn't sex, but it was very... Th- I felt like a pr- I felt like the weight on top of me, like, exploring me on top of me. Exploring. Yeah. And standing over me, I felt like... And, yeah, and then getting on top and feeling the weight of... Of something, and I and I was not at all freaked out by it. Whoa! Until the next morning, and I thought about it. But the, in the moment, I was just sort of like, "Oh, okay." So, like ghosts or cats? It was like a cat crawling on you, just exploring totally. like all of you, doing that weird thing that cats yes, do when they yes. like push you down. Uh-huh. Um, well, this is a this is similar in some ways, but okay. kind of creepy. Mm. This was sent to me by listener Brandon. Brandon, thank you for do- for sending me this. And I love reading people's ghost stories, so please send them my way, either ghostedbyraz.gmail.com or in the Facebook group or whatever, or in a five-star review. Okay, so Brandon writes, Hi, Roz. Last year, I moved back to New York City and was living in Brooklyn. I was asleep in my room one night and was awoken by the feeling of someone pinching my butt. I was asleep on my stomach, as I usually sleep, and was shocked by the feeling of someone touching my butt while I slept. I got up and looked around my room. No one was there. My door was locked, and I heard my roommates out in the kitchen. So I opened my door, and I asked them if this house is haunted. 
and they asked why, and I told them. He, I believe the roommate, said an old man died in that room in his sleep, and the person who had the room before felt someone, this is their word, fucking him in his sleep. That dirty old ghost. Dirty old man pinching butts. Oh, my God. Yeah. What do you do in that scenario? It's like you just moved there. New York is... You know, not the easiest place to move to. You got right, go right, right, right. So it's like you got to stay. You got to get the ghost. I out guess just or let it happen, it. and the ghost will get tired of fucking you. Like, like you know, you get right. tired of the sex at a certain point. The ghost will be like, it's this point again. It could be. I don't know. Maybe the ghost is very monogamy minded, though. May- oh well, maybe so. That is crazy. Speaking of John Waters, he always says that his favorite. Um, ghost porn. He's into ghost porn. Oh, I didn't know that. And it was. It's called My Ass Is Haunted. <laughs> yes, I did. And even one time, and he said that he said his, he was like, "Have you seen My Ass Is Haunted?" And I was, I've never seen a ghost porn. So, but of course, John what Waters is that has investigation. His, like, I, I don't know. But there's a whole world. I've said before many times that farts are the ghost of food. <laughs> yes. They are. Yes. The more you think absolutely. about it, the more it's it true. Is. It's anyway, true. thank you, Brandon, for sending Thank you, that. Brandon. And I say enjoy the ride. And I good mean, you luck. know, unless it gets really, you know, <laughs> problematic. Yeah. That's creepy. <laughs> don't just be pinching. Yeah. D- yeah. I don't like that. I mean, I don't want to wake up and anything is no entering me. No. Like, without, I'm just, I've been asleep. I don't want that at all. And, no. um, so I can imagine it's very disconcerting. Yeah, that's not okay. No, um, it's it's a lot it's a lot easier to just let it happen than to move in New York. Like, yeah, come on. keep me updated. I yeah. need to know what's going on with this. I think. What would you do? Would you get rid of it? I would get rid of it. What, get rid of the ghost? I would. Yes. How do you do that? I would. Well, me personally, I got a lot of people in my phone contacts that I feel I could call, and they would come go in there and light some shit and say some shit and get it out. Uh huh. Uh huh. Um, there's a lot of different people you could look up, but I mean, the people I know live in L.A. or whatever, so that's why I say that. But yeah. Um, I mean, it depends what your beliefs are. Maybe you call a priest if that's what you believe in. I don't right, know. Right, I think right. that's yeah. I think whatever it is that you believe, if somebody's strong with their conviction, they could tell something to leave. Or, you know, some people will say you could tell the thing to leave. Yeah. Just go, get the fuck out of here. I remember, like, communicating with mine. I don't believe I was verbal, but I remember having a communication with mine being like, because I had just moved in and this is not where I live now, but my other place. And I remember being like, it's fine with me that you're here. If you're fine with me being here, like, can we, we can coexist. I remember I was like very much in that headspace with being like, all right, it's cool if you're here. Mm-hmm. Um, cause that place that I lived had not been, it had been a, it had been a, a few months since anybody had lived there. Mm-hmm. So I think whatever spirit was there was, had been there for a while and was feeling like, oh, this is all mine. And so when I moved in, oh. it was sort of like, what's here? So I was kind of like, hey, if you let me stay, I'll let you stay. Um, But I only had very few interactions with that. So either it just got on board with me or I I didn't give it whatever tension it wanted or or it left or I don't know. Or just hung out just quietly. I have no idea. I think in this scenario, I would just try. I would turn into the creep to the ghost. And I would just be like... 
You like that? <laughs> you like that butt? Pitch away. You like my keister? <laughs> my keister. Yeah. Don't that that that's definitely like speaking in the the terminology of the ghost times. Oh yeah. You know that's giving the ghost a lot of fodder. Yeah. You like that? You like my dumper? My d- <laughs> my poop shoot. <laughs> my slop shop. <laughs> new year, new you. <laughs> Okay, last thing. I'm just going to list off a bunch of paranormal things and tell me if you got a a thought on it, a story maybe, I don't know. Okay. Something. Okay. First one up, demons. I'm sorry, what about them? Do you believe in them? Oh, absolutely. You do? Absolutely. I love demons. I, I mean, I grew up like in the like in the South, and we were constantly being told to be afraid of the devil yeah. and witchcraft and like Satanism, and I find all of it so funny and yeah. fascinating. And um, but do you yeah. still is there still a part of you that believes in that kind of stuff? I don't believe in like I I, I don't believe that there's like there's like demons at pl- at, at play no. Mm-hmm. And if I, I, I don't know, I think those are, those are things that are like really like lovely, pleasurable vices that we've turned into that. Oh. Human vices that we've turned into. Interesting. Into that. Or not always pleasurable. Like sometimes there are horrible human vices that we have that are in us as human beings. Yeah. That we've, we've said like, I was possessed by demons of, right. you know, selfishness or, or hatred or whatever. Addiction or yeah. something. What about so? Where? How do you feel about witchcraft? Oh, I I love it. I I'm uh, I don't practice witchcraft, but I I know a lot of people who do, yeah. and uh, especially white witchcraft. Is that what it's called? Like when it's when more white like white ladies do it. Yeah, when, yeah. <laughs> when white ladies do it, it's fine. Is that <laughs> is that a problem? No. Um. But like when it's it when it's more like when it's less about uh conjuring demons and more Which about is like most of the time the yes. case like right. it, it's not it's not what we were told well it also like witchcraft is is such a misogynist thing because it was mm-hmm. used to like hate on like nurses who were actually helping like this was something that was a lot in Scotland was that you know there was there were all these like nurses who couldn't like save people's lives and they were considered witches mm-hmm. and they were like burned or drowned or whatever and they were actually trying to help people, and they just right. couldn't help everyone. Or women who who spoke out were considered witches because they had totally. opinions, and they, you know, or maybe they were queer or trans or whatever at the time, and they were like, they've got some witch in them, you know. Absolutely. So it was always used to like shame and hold women back. I think a lot of it it's that. So I I'm all about anyone uh, embracing that side of it, and I, I think there's got to be a connection to science and nature and all of it, and like it's just like you would use. We've we found in medicine, we found in certain mm-hmm. things like, oh, this actually cures this. This actually helps, you know, and you learn through those things. I just saw totally. a great documentary called All That Breathes about these two, these brothers in uh, India who are, saw, who are helping these birds. And there's a type of bird in India that has evolved into using cigarette butts. There's so many cigarette butts in the city. They use them to ward off insects. They realize that they can build nests around them and insects will not will not like hurt their them or their babies. What? Isn't that amazing? That's evolution. That's totally. like a bird realizing like this thing we keep finding it keeps the bugs away. Wow. Yeah. 
Cool. And so I, I, you know, I think that's all witchcraft in a way. It's like you know, figuring out the world and you know, an so evolution. So many things are witchcraft. Like yes. I think that even cooking like a soup or like I don't know, sure. making anything is Absolutely. like recipes and your uh-huh. alchemy, cocktails, and all of it is like sort of yeah, I love it. I love it all too. And it smells good. Yes. Witchcraft. Um, okay, now you, when you went to Scotland, how about the Loch Ness Monster? We did not see the Loch Ness Monster. Do you believe? Shocker. Uh, sure. I mean, I mean, you know, I, I, I definitely believe there's, there's got to be something there. I will say when we were there, it's very um, narrow. It was really long and narrow, and, the, mm. and it's, it's always foggy. And the waves were very, like, thick. Like I could see that it was like very gray, thick waves that, you know, and it wasn't, it wasn't highway. It wasn't like, you know, tidal or anything. It's a lake. So, or a lock rather, Uh, which I guess is a lake. Yeah. Same thing, Drew. Um, Yeah. So I can see how you can see the waves and, and sort of imagine something, but I don't know. Why not? I, I, I choose to believe in things instead of just disbelieve. Like like, Bigfoot? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, I'm going to ask you my favorite one. L- synchronicities and just, you know, are you somebody that puts meaning on different things in life? Are you somebody that goes, oh, that was supposed to happen when it happened or uh, there's a reason to it? Yeah, I don't really, I'm not really interested in knowing what that reason is, but yeah. I'm always really happy when something syncs up that way. Mm-hmm. I always, I do believe in like with like deja vu or I do think when you learn a word and then that word pops up later in the day. Yes. I think there is some sort of thing in terms of things are going the right way. Like you were supposed to learn that in that moment or that was supposed to happen for you in that moment yeah. or that, you know, um, someone's deja vu is just a reminder to remember the moment. I, I'm totally botching oh, that. But okay. just the idea when, you, when it happens for you, it's sort of like, I, I read, I don't know if I saw this in a movie or if I actually heard someone actually sort of with a belief in this. But just like when you're having deja vu, you can take that opportunity to be like, oh, this is important for me to remember this moment right now. My right. brain is saying this is important for whatever reason. See, to me, I always, I always view deja vu as it's confirmation that you're where you're supposed to be. Yes, yes. Or whatever, yeah. Yeah. Same thing. Um, Past lives, what do you think? Is that a real concept? Uh, I like the concept a lot. Uh, I'd be really interested in knowing, like, who I was in a past life. I've never felt like I was anyone in a past life. I do think people live in the time they're supposed to live in, for good or bad. Like, I do think there's something in that. Um, I mean, yes, we're all like born before our time or after our time or whatever. Cause I think like, oh God, if I was alive in the seventies, if I was this, I would be so much happier. You know? But that, I think mm-hmm. that's just, you have an, an affinity for a time period or whatever. But yeah, I'm like, but then also, when you're there, like you're also like, no, bullshit. nobody that lived through the seventies enjoyed it. Everyone's like, we were miserable mm-hmm. and it was hell. And we were not all just like on the set of boogie nights all day, <laughs> right. and, like wearing cool clothes and you know? Um, so yeah, no, um, I do think like we are in this time for the you know um the the reason but i i do think like i i think it's exciting interesting that we can sort of pass i think energy goes somewhere like i i do believe you know when we die that we i think we have a soul that goes somewhere and a haunted doll sure hang out in a doll honey or in a horse sure i mean please (laughs) i would i think i would rather be born into a doll than born into a horse um yeah because I don't want people sitting on me. No, like horses have really hard lives. They are just basically just like they're 
Those horseshoes they put on yes, there. Yes, they just make and they just make them do all the work. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't want people sitting on me. No, no, I don't no. Want I'd rather just hang me. out on a shelf and yes. be, and, and be like rude to the other exactly. dolls. <laughs> well, <laughs> that says everything about me. I agree with you. Instead of like being active and working, one hundred percent. Dude, this was that. You did it again. I did it. People should go back and listen to the first time you were on because yes. you told a lot of different stories. Oh my god! Thank you for having me. This is always so much fun. I never knew where we were gonna go. I me mean neither. I love it. Where do you want people to find you? Find me at psychiccat. No, <laughs> um, no. Uh, I'm on Twitter at Drew Drogi. I'm on Instagram at Drew underscore Drogi. That's it. I'm on Facebook. Is anyone still on Facebook? I am. Apparently, uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that's okay. it. Okay. Yeah. Well, convinced you're a witch. I hope so. Thank you so much to Drew Drogi. And hey, we do we use Facebook over here. There is a Facebook group called Ghosted by Ross Hernandez. Join it if you're on Facebook. I love it when people leave me ghost stories there. And I love reading ghost stories like we did on this episode. So please send them on over. Put them in the Facebook group. Put them in a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Or just, you know, say something nice about me if you don't have a story to share. Or you don't have to say anything. Just rate it five stars. You can also do that on Spotify. Oh, of course, I always forget to tell you, check out the video versions of these episodes. Most of them have video versions on YouTube. I put the link in the show notes, the description of these episodes, so you can find that there. And I'm on Instagram at Roz Hernandez, TikTok and Twitter at It's Roz Hernandez. And be subscribed to the show. Tell your friends about it. All that stuff. I love you all both living and dead. But if I didn't ask you to haunt me, don't haunt me. Okay, bye! A podcast network.